This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. And good morning. It is Thursday, September 13th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Yesterday morning at about 11.30, the South River High School school resource officers were called for a fight in the men's room. The resource officers, along with the administrators, entered the restroom and discovered three juvenile males beating up on a third male. They instructed everybody to stop. Predictably, they didn't. And one of the officers deployed his pepper spray to break up the fight. During the struggle, a female student rushed into the men's room and interfered with the officers trying to arrest the three that were beating up the one. She also suffered some pepper spray, and the suspect who was sprayed, as well as the female who interfered, were transported to a local hospital for what they called decontamination. After reviewing the video, authorities say there is one additional male student who may be charged in the incident. The victim did sustain minor injuries, which is a good thing. They're not going to release any names because they are all minors, and all of the males have been charged with second-degree assault, resisting arrest, and a fray. I'm not sure what a fray is, but that's what they were charged with. And the female was charged with hindering a lawful arrest and disorderly conduct. So it seems like South River High School is off to a little bit of a violent start for this school year. Speaking of people who are pissed off, the city council is pretty ticked off at Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley over this whole bike lane. It has come to light now that the city has already spent $76,000 on the temporary project or the experiment, as the mayor likes to say, including now, get this, the purchase of bistro tables for outdoor restaurant seating. Yes, the city is actually purchasing tables for restaurants to serve customers on sidewalks. And I'm not sure that that's a legal use of taxpayer dollars to purchase furniture for private businesses. Buckley announced the bike lane late in August, and within a matter of days, construction had already begun. He's been pressing the liquor board to approve liquor licenses to allow restaurants to upgrade to a sidewalk and cafe licenses so they'll be able to serve alcohol out on the sidewalks in front of their restaurants. They declined to approve that, and they're going to continue that hearing on October 3rd. We're also hearing now that he expects to keep the bike lane in place for four to six weeks. Initially, it was just a 30-day trial. And the mayor claims that because it is temporary, he does not need any permission from the Historic Preservation Commission or the council to do this. Typically, any expense over $25,000 requires council approval. And Roberta Lehner, who is the chairman of the Historic Preservation Commission, says that she does believe that she has authority and will be consulting with the city attorney to figure out whether the temporary nature does actually exempt the H. PC from review. In defending his actions to the Capitol, Mayor Buckley said, I came here to try new things. If the town's not ready, I won't get reelected. When we heard about the tables being purchased, we put an email into the city spokesperson, Susan O'Brien. We did receive a return phone call from the mayor explaining the questions we had. And here's what he had to say. Hi, John. Um, here's uh, some answers to the questions, and I'd love to do this in an interview. Um, uh, the furniture's around about three grand or something like that. It's um, just outdoor cafe furniture, kind of like the stuff you see near the crate place, just fold-up stuff. Um, uh, Teresa has a, um, a budget that she's allowed to use for that. Um, the tables and chairs are reusable. They are accessible, just like the ones at the market house to anybody. Um, so they'll be put in different areas um, around this uh, bump out, but probably will you know, focus close to the restaurants because that's the idea, getting people to stay on the main street longer. Um, 
So, uh, but um, anytime you want me on the show to talk about this experiment, um, I would love to. Thanks, man. St. John's College has slashed tuition. They are now on a course to become one of the most affordable private liberal arts colleges in the country. And they have adopted a two-tiered type of a system, which is going to reduce the existing tuition from $52,000 down to $35,000. And the other half of the tier is a $300 million capital campaign, which is going to make up the difference. Mark Roosevelt, who is the college-wide president of St. John's College, which also has a campus down in Santa Fe, New Mexico, said that for too long, most private colleges have been driven by the idea that families believe high price equals high quality. And with this belief, private colleges have embraced an escalating tuition model known as prestige pricing. Over the last 20 years, tuition at private colleges has risen three times the rate of inflation. These astronomical advertised tuition prices say one thing to many American families. You can't afford to come here. We are putting a stop to prestige pricing and making a transformational change around affordability and accessibility so that with our lower tuition price and the generous need-based financial aid, a St. John's education is within reach for a wider range of students. Good news for the Johnnies. Hey, good news for football fans. Tickets for the 2018 Military Bowl are now on sale. You can get them at militarybowl.org. And this year's game will be held in Annapolis at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium on Monday, December 31st. Yes, that is New Year's Eve. Kickoff is scheduled for noon. Military Bowl President and Executive Director Steve Beck said that he can't wait for this year's bowl. What a great way to send out 2018 and get ready to ring in the new year. We hope that fans will join us for another terrific game day and then stay in Annapolis to celebrate New Year's Eve. Ticket prices are from $30, $45, $50, $70, and $80 per seat. And there are some suites and hospitality packages available, and you can get all that at militarybowl.org. 2017 was the 10th anniversary of the Military Bowl. Navy defeated Virginia 49-7. It was the Bowl's third sellout in five years, and it has generated more than $87 million in direct economic impact since 2013, according to Visit Annapolis. Something else you might want to get a ticket to would be what I'm deeming the Boatyard Beach Bash Light. That event was actually canceled because of the threat of Hurricane Florence. Obviously, things have changed on the weather, and the Boatyard Beach Bash is still technically canceled, but Mayor Kirby and Mayor, one of the bands that were playing, are already here. So they're going to have a little party. Come on out to a Boatyard Beach Bash light. Support the museum's education programs. They're going to have food and beverages available for purchase. It goes Saturday night from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Annapolis Maritime Museum's campus at 2nd Street and Back Creek. Tickets are only $35, and they're available at whatsuptix.com. That is about it for the news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net for all of the news because we update it consistently throughout the day. And... Wherever you get your podcast, please give us a rating and also make sure you recommend us to your friends and colleagues. That's much appreciated. It is Thursday. That means we have our Annapolis Maker Minutes. And also, as we have every day, we have George Young from DMV Weather. But today he's going to tell us about the hurricane that wasn't. I want to go on the record that two days ago I said, I've just got a gut feeling. There is no rhyme or reason behind it, but I've got a gut feeling that Florence is going to be a non-issue for Annapolis, and I can say I was right. Hang tight. We've got George Young. We've got Annapolis Maker Minutes all coming right up. 
Save the date, September 29th and 30th, to see Richard Karn, yes, Al Borland, from the hit television show Home Improvement at the Annapolis Home X. I don't think so, Tim. No, it's true. Richard Karn will be at the Annapolis Home Expo, and while Richard will tell you about what not to do with the home improvement, there will be dozens and dozens of real home improvement contractors to tell you exactly what you should do. Bring in an antique for a free appraisal. Listen to the many workshops to help you make your home into the dream home you always wanted. Thinking about selling or buying? Northrop Realty and Craig Northrop will be on hand to offer tips for staging your home and how to negotiate the waters of one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. It all starts on September 29th at the Byzantium Center on Riva Road, Saturday from 10 to 6 and Sunday from noon to 5. Tickets are only $5 at the door, but get this, if you're named Al or anything close or wear flannel, you're in for free. Remember the Annapolis Home Show, September 29th and 30th. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, September 13th. Let's keep this one nice and succinct today, as today everyone probably has a little weather fatigue after months of rain, a hot second half of the summer, and a week's worth of Hurricane Florence buildup. The next five to seven days for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County will be about 77 to 84, 85 degrees with mixed skies and a daily chance of showers and storms with some extra breeziness likely this Friday from Hurricane Florence to our south. Speaking of Florence, it should make landfall around the North Carolina coast sometime tomorrow. So now that we're within 24 to 36 hours of that event, it's all about watching the radar and various satellites for the answers we're after and we'll take it as it comes at this point. And hopefully that's not in our region with any real impacts. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there today. And remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. It's the Navy Football and Bud Light Golden Ticket Giveaway. Join Ion Annapolis and Navy Football this Saturday from 1230 to 230 for a chance to win VIP Bud Light Golden Tickets to see the Navy Midshipmen take on the Lehigh University Mountain Hawks. Four lucky winners will be selected for the ultimate Bud Light football fan experience. Come on out to Buffalo Wild Wings Saturday from 1230 to 230 for the Bud Light Golden Ticket Party. Bring some friends or make some new ones because it's all about building friendships. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. We've got a few more county fairs rolling through. Starting today through next Tuesday is the Charles County Fair in La Plata. And our own Anne Arundel County Fair, which started yesterday, runs through this Sunday. Tonight at the Rooftop Conference Center at Anne Arundel Medical Center's Belcher Pavilion is Taste of the Chesapeake, recognizing environmental leadership award winners and showcasing programs in progress toward Chesapeake restoration. Featuring great food and a silent auction, tickets are $125. Saturday in Edgewater at the London Town Gardens is Tot Time, outdoor adventures for children and their parents, exploring nature and participating in various nature-related activities. Also Saturday at the Benjamin Banneker Museum in Ellicott City is the Critter Lunchtime, where you can help the staff feed the animals at the Banneker Museum and learn about the habits and diets of their favorite animals. 
Starting now and running through Sunday in Wheaton at the Brookside Gardens is Wings of Fancy, a live butterfly and caterpillar exhibit. And Sunday up in Bel Air is the Bel Air Festival for the Arts with juried crafts, fine arts, photography, entertainment, and food. Over 350 artists, photographers, and craftspeople will be featured. This week at Art Farm Annapolis, on Saturday, they have Art from the Heart, an evening in Annapolis with local art, food, drinks, and candidate for Maryland Senate, Eve Hurwitz. And this Monday at Art Farm, the fall semester begins and runs through November 5th with an art show on Friday, November 10th. This semester features teen improv, sketchbooking, and applied arts, adult improv, photojournalism for teens, an art class, as well as cartooning. And next Wednesday at Claybakers in Annapolis is their Birch Forest Glass Fusing class. You'll learn how to cut and arrange the glass into this project's design. This Saturday at Greenbelt Makerspace is their semi-regular repair cafe. Bring by any broken or disrepaired items that you have, and they'll see about helping you get them fixed. Anything from electronics, computers, even ripped clothing items. They'll work with you to see what you can do to fix things up and not have to throw away so many things. This week in the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, tonight at the Maryland City at Russet Library near Laurel, is Storytime STEM for preschool. Learn about STEM topics through storytime books and hands-on learning activities. Saturday at the Eastport Annapolis Neck Library, and as well as the Odenton Library, are Build and Play Workshops, Building with Legos. Saturday at the Crofton Library is Successful Vegetable Growing in Containers. Master Gardener Pat Shima shows how to grow flowers and vegetables in containers from spring to fall. Also at the Crofton Library on Monday is their third Monday STEM workshop. This one's called Biodiversity Art Doodle. This abracadoodle art journey is filled with scientific discoveries and other cool things. Please call the Crofton Library to register. And Wednesday at the Edgewater Library is Science Fair Tips and Tricks. Find everything you need to win your school's science fair, exploring premium resources and websites that will help you every step of the way, from choosing an experiment to creating a stunning display. Parents and students are encouraged to attend together. And as usual with Annapolis Makerspace, Mondays are for woodworking. And you can catch me there every Thursday night for Electronics Night. And don't forget to use and bookmark our Amazon link at makeannapolis.org. Every purchase you make through that link on Amazon gives us a little kickback, and it really helps us out. I'll be posting links to these events on the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org some time today. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. September 29th, the inaugural Twist and Stout Festival at Quiet Waters Park along the shores of the South River. Twist and Stout, a Maryland wine, craft, beer, music, food, and arts festival. Presented by the Anne Arundel County Department of Recreation and Parks, along with the Maryland Wineries Association. Sample dozens of craft beers and Maryland wines. Dance the afternoon away to the sounds of Saved by Zero and the Groove Spot Band. Watch the plein air painters and shop dozens of artisans, crafters, and food trucks. Tickets are on sale now at twistandstout.org. T-W-I-S-T-A-N-D-S-T-O-U-T dot org. September 29th, Twist and Stout at Quiet Waters Park, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tickets at twistandstout.org. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.